Welcome, everybody, to Self-Evident Podcast. You got Mike. You got Massey. We are back this week. And obviously, by the title, uh, we're going <laughs> to... Here we go. We're, yeah, we're, we're going to hit some things here that uh, probably aren't popular to talk about, which is fine with us. You guys know we're going to talk about it anyway. Whether you agree or disagree, we don't care. Yeah. And we love every one of you. And so what I want to talk about right now is... Everybody right now, share this video with your friends. Uh, again, the more we get out there, the better. Uh, obviously, the more shares we get, the more the audience grows. That's what we need. So if you guys can go to 1776truth.store, uh, you guys can find out more information about what's going on with us. Obviously, we have our conference coming up on February 25th at 7 p.m., uh, which is great. We're going to be talking about vaccinations and why. Uh, again, does government have the right to mandate those on you? Obviously, some of us know no. But some of us don't know, right? So that's why we're going to talk about it. Again, go on to theselfevidenttruth.com. You guys can find out more. We finally have the final proof of our website. So that should be out here really soon, which is really exciting. Again, pick up one of our hats. Pick up one of our shirts, things yeah. like that. Support your boys because we need it. Guys, tag those who you think should be watching this as well. <laughs> Tell us where you're from. Uh, comment on here as much as possible. If you guys have any questions tonight, please do that. But we're going to hit some uh, uh, funny things. Here's one thing, Mike. Yeah conspiracy theory why is it that they called it that when all it does is discredit what could be truth yeah yeah and and one of the things that we talk about tonight is this idea of and i don't even know the word that we would theories we're just going to call them theories right and adding that term conspiracy theory it it really it ends up discrediting the idea of something that could be legitimate. Now, where these theories tend to go wrong, they tend to get off, is they end up taking a truth and twisting it or spinning it or building off of it with more circumstantial stuff or vagueness. And so we're not here to just debunk everything and, and say something is wrong and awful and evil. We're here to more point out Look, where are our eyes and why are our eyes off of the Lord? Why aren't we pointing our eyes to the Lord? And we're we're going to get into covering some of this stuff and where it crept up from and, and some inconsistencies just to show, hey, you need to be skeptical of the things that you hear. Truth. You, you need to really dive in and, and see it with a, a normal vision as opposed to seeing it with <clears throat> somebody else on the Internet said this is true. So it must be true. Right? Yeah. And, and, and so to start it off, I'm going to talk about, listen, there was a lot of voices that happened. Uh, obviously, just recently, there was a lot of voices that came out. Uh, you know, a lot of prophets came out and, and speaking words of, 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 of what they said. Hey, man, the Lord's telling us that President Trump will be reelected. All these other things you saw some now just recently come out and apologize uh about what they had yeah. said uh and you know i'm not going to get into that whether that was right or wrong because again conscience is conscience and if you feel that that was wrong or right uh to do that's on that's on them you know what yeah. i mean so also too i'm going to put a disclaimer i am not in any way i love the gifts i operate in the prophetic uh, i'm not a prophet by any means but i've operating the prophetic. I know that exists. I know people can get it wrong. I know the Bible says that we all uh, know in part, we prophesy in part. I know that we're flesh. I know that we can miss it. I know that there's things that can happen. Not saying that they did. I'm just going to tell you straight up what I see, because this is the first time ever that I don't have an answer to any yeah. of this right now. Yeah. I mean, usually when, when elections come around or something comes around, uh, there's usually an answer for this. There's usually some kind of like, okay, there's an answer to this. There's an answer to what's going on. Uh, and stuff like that. But I, I am, I am, I am. There, there tends am, to be more of a clarity. And, yeah, and it dude. seems like right now there's just no clarity. There's confusion, exactly. right? And, exactly. And it's something to point out in this. Yes. Um, so 
Before that, you ready for news bits? We're doing that first. You want to do it? Let's go. Or you want to go into right into stuff? No, let's do it. All right, news bits. So slide one. So Lori Lightfoot and Andrew Cuomo are starting to change their minds. Uh, we wanted to point this out because the the language is starting to change about the lockdowns, and this is something you'll watch is is. Biden, see, Biden presidency rolls forward. People are going to argue with me about that, but let's say the Biden presidency is going to roll forward. They're going to start saying, we can stop locking down now. We need to get the economy open back up. And pay attention to that because it just points out the sheer the, the, hypocrisy. Yeah, the on. hypocrisy and the tribalism of the whole thing. It's, it really is. It's because Trump was in office. We can't allow the economy to roll. Exactly. You know? it, they, they were so malicious and deceptive that because Trump was in office, they basically said, we don't need to, you know what I mean? We don't need to, yeah. uh, we, we're going to stand against him at every single turn and cost. And Cuomo said, we simply cannot stay closed until the vaccine hits critical mass. <laughs> the cost is too high. We will We've have nothing left to open. Long? We must reopen the economy, but we must do it smartly and safely. Exactly. We've been saying this the whole time. We've been trying to tell you, you we've need been, to open. <laughs> we, we've been done trying to say this for a minute, y'all. But now that administrations are changing, now you're going to see policies and stuff change because it's going to be more advantageous. And you're going to see you're going to see a, a cooperation between liberal states with the presidency. Absolutely, you watch. And you know who's going to get the press? The liberal states, not the yeah. conservative ones, not the not the governor. You know, uh, fr from South Dakota, not not the governors that are from Florida, not yeah. the. You know what I mean? You're going to see the liberal ones get uh, pushed and promoted. Now, what does that mean for you and I? Uh, it means holding the line. It means holding the line. It means you have to continue to be the voice. It means those of you in New York to continue to stand and fight. Listen, if it was over, Jesus would already come back. It ain't over, folks. We're so not even close. Going. We're not even close to being done yet. There's no antichrist that's been named. There's been none of that stuff. So don't start buying into these crazy things just yet. Uh, we are in a war. We're in a mm -hmm. spiritual war. And we don't, our battle's not against flesh and blood. So we got to be careful that we're not falling into words of men's wisdom, but that we're falling into the gospel and seeing people set free. Yeah. And Lightfoot had continued. I thought this was interesting. So if we have people and give them an outlet for entertainment, we have much more of an opportunity, in my view, to be able to regulate and control that environment. After discussing people who were skirting the rules in order to be able to still congregate. In other words, well, they're doing it anyway. So now instead of cracking down like the Gestapo, maybe we should just reopen. Yeah. Yeah. Which people they, are going to do anything anyways. Didn't you know? they call Trump the Gestapo? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Didn't they? <laughs> isn't that hilarious? And this is what they're doing. They're, they're basically, I mean, this has been happening since the beginning. What There was just an opinion piece done about whites should apologize and quit trying to justify white Christianity because it's been oppressive. Listen to you who are white and who are Christian. Listen to you who are white, period. Any of you who are my friends, not my friends, who don't know me, listen to me. You have no right to apologize. You have no, no basis to apologize for being white. You didn't create you. Okay, one. Second, can you do anything to stop history? No. Third, did you know that the whites weren't the only civilization in history to have slaves? And to demean other races, guys, I'm telling you, the Africans did it to themselves. True. Yep. Not true. Yeah. True. Uh, Genghis Khan taking over nations. True. Not true. True. India people. True. true. Not true. Uh, racism existed. I'm sorry. Racism. Slavery existed for the 
those uh, those that were gingers, whatever they used to call yeah, them, redheads, yeah. right? True, not true. Yeah. So whites weren't the only ones that had that. So what I'm what I'm trying to say is, don't apologize for things you can't control. And by the way, you're never going to appease the woke left. No. Ever. No matter what you do, you can give them reparations. You can apologize. You can grovel. Give them your jobs. You can give them your houses. Everything. It will never be enough. Do you know why? Because they're trying to fulfill lust with natural things. It'll never work. Only the gospel will work. Yeah. And and when we're talking about lust, we're not necessarily talking about sexual lust, right? But it's a, a greed lust, a greed for more, a a bitterness that that drives forward, right? I'm not saying every single liberal or lefty is absolutely bitter, but these premises of somebody else has more than I do, or somebody else has more power or privilege than I do. Therefore, this needs to be uh, fixed or corrected. That comes out of an issue of bitterness. Um, and especially the whole slavery idea. Yeah, uh, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, let's yeah. keep going. We were uh, going to yeah, get into that, yeah. uh, but we're not. <laughs> we're not. So uh, slide two, international study. So this goes along with the lockdown stuff. There was an international study that showed that the lockdowns really didn't have much of an effect. Now you will argue, oh, but this study, it only took a couple of countries versus a couple of countries. There's too many variables. You're right. There are a lot of variables on the study. But if you look even at the U.S. and the different states and what they did comparatively, Florida really kind of ran middle of the pack for most of the time. They had their spikes, but so did everybody else. New York, California, they had major spikes and they locked down hardcore. What you're seeing across the globe is there's no strict correlation between lockdowns and keeping cases low. There's just no correlation on it. And this study just kind of puts that into a data set. And we wanted to point that out because we were told 14 days. Yeah. 14 days. It'll be okay. We'll slow the curve or, or flatten the curve. We'll slow the spread. That way hospitals can catch up. Then we'll open back up. We're on what? Almost a year now. Yeah. We'll be coming up on a year here real yeah. soon. Also, too. Uh, you don't see a lot about the deaths that are happening because of these vaccinations. There's a lot of things going on again. Tune in February 25th, 7 p.m. You guys go on to 1776truth.store. Our new online conference is called Vaccinations. Does government have the right to force? You're going to learn about your rights uh, as American citizens, uh, what can happen, uh, the, the purpose of these uh, vaccinations, uh, and, and conscience. What, is that, what does that really look like? So, yeah. uh, again, February 25th, it'll be live if you're local here as well. But we're going to transmit that online, so it's going to be good. So going along with that, we we should touch on this. So slide three, Poland is rolling out vaccine passports, and this Look is where this stuff that. is going to go. Um, and and you can't really tell me I'm crazy because it's right there. That's where it's going. Exactly. Uh, UK, Russia, Israel, Denmark, and parts of Canada have all rolled out some form of a COVID passport. Okay, Singapore Airlines was really the first one to do this, where you had to prove you had a vaccine or a cert certificate of being negative in order to be able to travel. Um, this idea is once you get the vaccine, you get have an app on your phone, and you it goes right into the data on the app, and your medical records are on there, and therefore you get a QR code that shows that you're allowed to travel. Yeah. This is... Now, I'm not saying this will be global wide for everybody, but notice what's being said is, OK, now you have to have the vaccine, have a passport for it so that you can cross borders. And this is one of the reasons that we want to talk about this in the conference is to discuss, OK, what are your rights? What can you do? How do you how do you deal with a situation in a changing world in this respect? OK, uh, slide four. 
the Biden administration <clears throat> for immigration. They will immediately send a legislative package to Congress, which would provide a pathway of citizenship for 11 million illegal immigrants. And the beauty of this plan, it has zero provisions for stepped up immigration enforcement and security measures. They are already getting groups of people in Honduras coalescing together to make another massive march up to cross the border. Remember when Trump had stopped that stuff and, and he played hardball with Mexico to, you know, close the borders and make sure these big caravans wouldn't come? Biden administration is not going to do anything about that. They're going to let it all flow. And guaranteed, if, if you're living in another country and you want to get to America and you hear, oh, immediately 11 million people are going to get so citizenship. Can you put what that do you do? Put that slide back up. Look at the title. Put that slide back up. Biden to immediately send Congress, what does that say? Bill that would, what is that? <laughs> Basically, Biden Offer is going to send- citizenship. Yeah, yeah, Biden is going to send Congress a bill. Does anybody know how bills are made? <laughs> are you funny? hearing this? The king, again, can speak and does. Yeah. Again, both sides. This isn't anything new. Listen to that. Biden immediately send bill to Congress that would offer citizenship to 11 million illegals. You're catering more to illegal people about letting them in this country. I thought there was a pandemic going on. Oh, not anymore. Right? <laughs> but businesses can't open. We're not willing to help them. Oh, here, we'll give you 600 bucks to shut up. That's, that's, this is yeah. how ridiculous this is. This is how unlawful it's become. The president can't send bills or make bills. It's not up to him. Do you guys remember that movie, the old story, how to make a bill, how bills made <laughs> starts in Congress and all that stuff? What is going on here? Yep. You know what it is? We didn't disciple ourselves on how this is done. Now we'll believe. See, Biden's doing it. Biden's gonna Biden can't take over a nation. You're the nation. Quit tell quit letting them tell you that he can take it over. He cannot do that. He is one man against an almighty God. I'm sorry, dude, but he can't do it. Not if we trust God. I'm telling you, God moves even when there's wickedness in play. That's why we need yep. to trust him more. I'm not afraid of any of this stuff. I'm not. Is it scary to think that they could force vaccinations on my kids? Of course it is as a parent. Is it scary to think they might take away your gun? Of course it is. Is it scary to think that they're silencing? Yes, of course it is. But I'm not afraid spiritually because God is on our, on, on our behalf. He will never let his kids fail. They can't. And they never have. I don't know. I'm, I'm not trying to pump people up here. I'm telling you, this is what we need right now. Not, oh my gosh, Trump lost. What are we going to do? No, come on. Come on. It's not Trump. It's you. You're the one that, that, that has the best interest of the country at art and your local elections. Yeah. And it's, it's something that the reason we point this stuff out is because that way you can understand where things are headed, but you can also have the opportunity to start really praying on stuff. To really start focusing, okay, where does my prayer need to be directed? How do I pray for the Lord to act on our behalf? But the very first part of that is repentance, right? The very first part of that is the humility side of things and understanding this is where we're at as a nation. And one of the beautiful things about we, where we are at as a nation is we've realized where we're at. We're no longer comfortable. And I know I say it over and over and over again, but because we are no longer comfortable, we now have an opportunity to understand accurately what needs to change. And we can. We can definitely recognize it. We can definitely move forward. And one of the things that, that we're going to get into on the whole prophecy thing, which we're about to get into this next, right? 
when when we start <laughs> when we start <laughs> hearing stuff and we start going swaying with stuff that's being said and we get our eyes off of the lord we start putting all of our hopes in the words of the prophecy as opposed to the supposed giver of the prophecy you hear that are we continuing to put our faith in the lord or in the words of the man that the prophecy is about yeah and i think too like let me just ask a few questions again let me go back to my disclaimer. I am not disparaging the prophets. I love the uh, office of the prophet, mm -hmm. pastor, teacher, evangelist, apostle. I love them all. I think they're all in play. They're all very important in the body right now, and we need them now more than ever, okay? Absolutely. But let's just take this from the beginning, okay? Now, John 1 John 4, 1 says this, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit, see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone onto the world. What does that mean? Does it mean that they're, they're going to might miss it once or twice? No. What I'm saying is, are people really prophesying what the Lord is saying or what the flesh is saying? I'm not saying if they heard that the Lord tell them that it was Trump that was going to get reelected, that they're false prophets. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that if they genuinely heard that, well, then God can God can man stop what God is going to do. A lot of people are telling me the church didn't do much. That is bull. I'm sorry. I travel the country. I know how many churches are active. Yeah. Yes, are there churches inactive? But it does not listen to me. I'm going to say it again. Never in history, in scripture, did God use it. Listen, American Revolution, it was not a majority number that won the battle. Nope. I don't care how many churches don't participate. I don't care as long as there's 10 righteous. Didn't Abraham say that? I'm sorry, Noah. Lord, I'm sorry, Abraham. Is it, if there's righteous. five righteous, 10 righteous, 100 righteous, it does not matter. If we are on the behalf and we are crying out to God and repenting for the sins of the nation, we are in the majority. So we can't keep using this. The church didn't do its job. I'm sorry. That doesn't work for me. Okay. Now, people will say Trump can still be elected. Uh, it's hard to do when he's already said there's going to be a, a transition of power. Hard to do when he says there's going to be a peaceful, a peaceful transition and all these things. It really is, right? I'm not, I don't know what to say about this stuff. I'm just going to tell you something from my heart, okay? <clears throat> all these prophets prophesied national elections the national ones, how many of them prophesied the local ones? If, if we know, if we know, if we know that the local governments carry more weight and authority for me as a citizen, why were we focused on a national election? Why weren't we focused on our local ones? Especially if you're a prophet, I'm just asking. Okay. Again, I have many friends who are prophets. I have many friends who prophesy. Well, I have many friends who are very, very uh what's the word they're very tamed with their tongue they don't just start yeah. spitting stuff off they don't spit off what's popular we've seen some prophets apologize uh nationally for what they said about trump i'm just asking questions if you know how america's run why were you focused only on a national election how many how many of us were out there and second why is it we were focused on one man yeah and that's that's what gets me um Man, what's the word that I want to choose? It, it confused a little bit. Um, a little bit sad is is it gets built onto one man, right? And and there's this comparison that comes out of King Cyrus and all of that. But even still, if the prophets talk about the King Cyrus, who's the giver of that King Cyrus? And and if we hear it, what we really should be doing is looking to the Lord, right? So Jonah goes to Nineveh. Jonah doesn't want Nineveh to be saved. 
he doesn't want that to happen. These are evil people. And he says, I want all of them to burn, basically. But he goes out and he's basically prophesying they're going to get destroyed. So what do they do? Instead of running around like chickens with their heads cut off and fearful and anxious and stressed, they instead look to the Lord. Now, you'll say, well, they were fearful. Yeah, they were fearful of the Lord. They weren't fearful just that destruction was coming. They sent, they, they looked to the Lord in repentance. So when we hear a prophecy about something where a man or a national issue is about to happen, we need to turn our eyes then to the Lord. Because that way, that prophecy doesn't hold sway over you and your emotions. Instead, it gives you a marker or an indicator of what to look to the Lord for. And so then if it falls flat, you're not left hanging, right? So when we talk about the, the theories and stuff that's going around, we're putting all of our emotional stock into this stuff. And and I've done it too. Massey's done it, right? Yes. We have been swayed. I have Guys, made big mistakes, right? I'm a man. I'll err. I'm telling you, this is why you have to test the spirits. Yeah. You have to weigh the word. What is going on? Nobody is listen. What if they what if the Trump thing, like everybody was prophesying, what if it was Don Jr. that's gonna run or yeah. Eric Trump Very or Ivanka well or whatever? What if, what if that's what they're talking about, right? And it wasn't this. I know you're going to tell me the election got stolen. You think God didn't see that? You think God didn't know that would happen? Yeah. The, and that's kind of been my thought is, okay, where were the prophecies about all of that? Well, even, oh, <laughs> I'm not putting this all. Listen, no, this, no, no. what I'm what just I'm, asking I'm, questions. I'm, I'm, right? I, and, and I'm really not mocking. I, no. I, I don't have a room for that because, dude, I, I operate in pastorship, you know, and partly I, I know I would never want anybody to mock me for doing something. Uh, they consider wrong or, yeah. or whatever. I and don't we're mind. not. And, and we're, we're not. not. I'm not. I, I don't care if they question me. That's fine. You can question my motives and all that stuff all day long. That's great. Do it. What I'm saying is, did we put our trust in chariots and men instead of the Lord? Exactly. And if we did, is there any wonder there's so much confusion right now? And what are we listening to here on in? Yeah. Why is it we're hanging on by every thread? Like, let's let's just take another example. There's been so many things that's that's been said. I know I'm stepping on toes. I, <laughs> I'm check check marking all the yeah, people. dude. Like, and, and and none of this is. I'm not talking even about Trump right now. Yeah. How many did we lose? Oh, we got people. <laughs> <laughs> There's still some people no, watching. No, Thank no, you. This is good, and I want you guys to write down your questions for me. Challenge me on this. I'm asking questions. You know what the podcast is for? Open communication and dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. I could be wrong. Challenge me on this, okay? What if? What if God did allow this to happen so that we could only put our trust in him? Because, guys, I'm Oof. telling you, since January 1, since January 1, I have been in this period with the Lord that I'm like, I have no answers for anything, God. Yeah. I know history. I know scripture. I've seen the prophecies. And I'm like, Lord, I got nothing. I don't know what to do. First time ever that I don't have an answer to this. Hmm. Maybe he wants me there. Maybe he does. Maybe he's telling me to stand in righteousness no matter what. Maybe he's telling me he may pull the same thing he did through King Azza, you know, uh, and, and, and uh, uh, Ahab and Jehoshaphat. Yeah, I'm sorry. Ahab and Jehoshaphat. Yes. What if we're the ones I know that anybody that's watched this podcast in, in, in before we were never Trump trained people. We're, did we vote for him? OK, yes. But we were never like it's all Trump from here on in. Do you know why? Because I don't trust any politician or anybody in office as far as I can throw them. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because they have my liberty at stake. I'm supposed to be naturally questioning why they're in that position. What are they doing with rights? Has he done a lot of good things? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. He, he, nobody can deny that. He did some great things. Doesn't mean he did everything right. And if you don't allow yourself to challenge the president, the sitting president, the one that you voted in, then you're just following like a sheep. You're not being a critical thinker. I'm sorry. Look it up. Look it up. As a matter of fact, I'll use this quote. Albert Einstein said this, condemnation, condemnation, condemnation without investigation is the highest form of ignorance. All we do is investigate. All I do is go back to the Constitution and say, what is the authority of the president? What yeah. is the authority of the Congress? What is the authority of the judicial branch? I have to question. It's my job. Listen, I have to question how I was raised in the faith. Am I growing in my faith? If I'm not consistently challenging my faith, I'm just going to grow stagnant like a little lemming, go to church the rest of my life, and go through the motions. I can't do it, right? If I cannot challenge something in the natural, there's something wrong with that. Yeah, and, and that's why we weigh out the spirits, right? We weigh these things out. And one of the things that this tick mark is, if if Ooh. let's say the, the, the prophecy falls short or something said falls short, and we don't accept, okay, maybe that was off or maybe that was wrong or maybe I'm, I'm, I need to see this with clearer eyes. Well, then we, we quickly move into, I have to use the word conspiracy theories just to label it so you understand what I'm talking about. You quickly fall into these theories of, well, this and this and this was why that didn't come true, right? And election, you know how we feel about the election. Because there's a lot of evidence that that is sitting there that is provable evidence, right? Now, you can argue about the degrees of everything. That's fine. Be skeptical of the degrees of stuff. But if our hopes and our, our dreams and our, our deepest connections to something are hurt and disappointed, well, then we try to either buttress it or, or lift it up a lot of times. We don't end up giving up on it right? Or at least weighing it out. What we end up doing is we try to buttress it up with something else say, well, well, this is why that didn't happen when it should have happened. Instead of saying, okay, maybe that original presumption that I had wasn't necessarily correct. Like I thought it was. Um, do you have any comments before we, nobody said anything? Okay. Well, no, uh, Carrie, uh, said this, a lady named Carrie she's from Massachusetts area. Uh, she said, read the book of Habakkuk. He used it for his evil plan. If you look at even Jehoshaphat, if you look at, uh, you know, King Ahab, all those things, one prophet out of 400, one yep. prophet said, don't go to war. One. And the king even said, why do you always, why, why do you always prophesy yeah, evil? Yeah, you prophesy over me? evil against me, <laughs> threw him in the stocks, fed him bread and water. He was just such a mean guy because he would not prophesy the rest of the Listen, because I didn't know what to say before, this is why I'm not saying this is for sure what I think is happening, okay? I'm not saying that because I don't know. Honestly, yeah. guys, please help me out here. Help me out here. I'm trying to figure this out as much as you guys. I will continue to teach history. That's facts to me. Um, I will continue to teach on things that we know that are factual, uh, mm -hmm. you know, those kind of things, what we see uh, happening from the Capitol, like all that stuff. Guys, listen. Let's let's debunk what conspiracy theory means because let's just walk right into this. Okay, yeah, let's go for it. But if you guys have any questions, please, please, please put them down because I need to, I need the challenge. I do. I want to know that I'm wrong so I can correct it. And if I'm not, well, okay. If we're all asking the same thing, let's pray together. I want to fast with you. I want to pray with you because we need to know what's going on. Yeah. We need to be. We need to know the times. We do. We need to understand it. Conspiracy theory. If we continuously use those terms, it absolves our responsibility from looking into an issue. Oof. Because you know what happens? Oh, it's a conspiracy theory. You know what the rest of the people do? Oh, pff, I don't want to pay attention to that. 
didn't look into it. Most every single conspiracy theory has a truth to it. Yep. That's what right? it's built off, right? That's exactly right. It's just like anything. Uh, the greatest liars are the ones that post a little bit of truth and have a lie inside of it. Mm-hmm. Greatest liars, greatest deceivers. Satan did it. Yea, hath not God said? Didn't he say in the Garden of Eden? That was Satan himself using a little bit of truth. Look what he did to Jesus when he was tempting him in the wilderness. Yep. The word says, blah, 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 blah. You can command these stones to come uh, to be bread. All that stuff. So the greatest deceivers have a little bit of lie in them. Okay? Conspiracy theorists. Why are we calling it that? Matter of fact, listen to me, Christian. You are the greatest conspiracy theorist in history. <laughs> Why do I say that? Listen to this. You as a Christian, just listen to me, okay? You believe in this God that you can't see. Listen, this is crazy. This is why the world will never understand this. He has angels that fight on your behalf that you can't see. He blesses you with spiritual blessings that you can't see in the natural. Oh, by the way, he's got an enemy called Satan in hell that you can't see. And he's got fallen angels that you can't see. And there's this war going on in the spiritual realm that you can't see. But you know it's real because you feel the effect of it. Talk about a conspiracy. Yeah, it's it's a, a massive story. It's a big story, a big narrative. And now, <laughs> this is coming that from- That was good. From this, that was very good. This is coming from Christians, right? So obviously we believe this and, and we know and see the things that have happened. But it can very easily turn where something gets carried away. <sighs> okay, I'm going to do this. Go for it. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the Q thing for a little bit. And I, I really debate, okay, do I get into this? Do I not? If you are an avid Q follower fan, immediately you're going to get rankled. And, and you're going to get defensive. And you're going to find the, the reasons as to what I'm bringing up just isn't true or, or whatever. My... All I want to point out is we have to be careful of the narratives that we and invest ourselves into because it's very easy for us to look past the inconsistencies. And what happens is if we put our hopes and our faith in these in these things, these theories, we end up losing sight of the big picture because we we decide that this is going to save us not seeking out the Lord. Right. Right. We, we decide that something else is going to take care of us. So it's getting talked a lot about Q showed up October, 2017 on a forum called 4chan and it later moved to 8chan. The theory of it was it or is that a high ranking intelligence officer with a Q level clearance. Okay. This is a department of energy clearance. Okay. That's, that's a clearance where you have, you have clearance for stuff like nuclear, uh, nuclear weapons, that kind of thing. That's mostly scientists, engineers, that all of that. The theory goes that this person is close to Trump and white knight military officials, and they're making, and this person is making drops or vague hints in order of what is to come to get the message out to the people that the good guys are going to win. It's very much a good versus evil narrative. Yes. Trump is a good guy with his small group of of loyalists that are going to drain the swamp. They're going to get rid of of all the the evil people in the Democrats and the elites in, in Hollywood, right? So that's that's the theory of it. The centerpiece of this whole idea is that all the elite are pedophile Satanists. They'll be brought down by Trump and his people. 
It goes along that this cabal is led by Clinton and Obama, and they're pulling the strings of a coup. Now, this is this. I just want to make kind of a, a note on here. Stuff like this gets started through truths that are happening. Right. Right. So Bill Clinton was on Jeffrey Epstein's airplane, what, 27 times. He must have gone to Epstein's island. Nobody doubts what was going on on Epstein's island. Right. So discernment says discernment. That. Exactly. The, the whole Obama thing and, and spying on Trump before the election and the whole Russiagate stuff and all of that, there is plenty of, of real evidence that has come out of this situation happening. So it's very easy to end up making that leap that it's not just, hey, some wrong sexual stuff is going on and, hey, there's some bad criminal stuff going on in politics. It's very easy to start making that leap that it's a concerted, coordinated effort by a large group of a, a very mysterious illuminati style group okay and i'm not even saying that the illuminati or the freemasons don't exist we're not we're not going there we're not going right? there look can you can i ask you a question go for it what what, what is your opinion just your opinion mm -hmm. on q and this whole movement what is because i have my own things yeah. there's some things i'm like i buy that i do i buy that but i'm not like seeking him out every day i don't i don't look at his stuff i, I don't subscribe to anything he has yeah i just see what other people post i'm like okay i can buy it on that so go ahead. So let me disclaimer. This is my opinion on it. And, and this is what I found. My opinion is it's a group of people that are trolling and they've done a very good job because they've they've brought in a lot of topics that conservatives and Trump supporters get passionate about stuff like Soros, Obama's, Clinton's, you know, pedophilia, Satanism, of all of that, right? CIA, FBI not being able to be trusted, which was borne out in the news, right? Um, and the idea of fighting to for good to overcome evil. All of us love a good story or a good narrative, a good truth of good overcoming evil. And so what happened was this group wanted to play trolls, and, and I've got some discussion about that in a second, but they, they wanted to just play with people. They wanted to troll, yeah. and it really didn't seem like they expected it to catch huge like this. Huge, and, huge. And then some jumped out, others started getting involved, and started going down a path where they, they decided they really wanted to move this for all it's worth. And so it caught steam because people wanted to have something like this. They wanted to know that Trump was the, that perfect fighter that 4d chess fighter that always won they wanted this is gonna sound bad but they wanted that savior we wanted that savior to come in and drain the swamp and get rid of all the evil in in washington in the government to set which, everything back correctly which right? admitted he did a lot of crazy things that just he blew did up. he blew up uh, i'm telling you trump did a lot of really cool things as far as like the only one willing to say, wait, we should question that. Why? Why? I mean, he even mentioned auditing the Fed at one point. Yeah. Uh, all these things. It's like, there you go. I mean, so we wanted that. Obviously, we still do. We want someone like that to say, look, I'm going to use my position not to further my career, not to further my bank account, but to seriously and truly expose government and give liberty back to people. So much so, dude didn't even take a salary. You got to, that counts for something. Yeah. That counts for something. And, and I honestly think, we start to take away from what he's done if if we start to build this perfection narrative out of it. Because then when he fails, we don't see him as a man and say, hey, he's doing the best he can and he's trying and darn, I give it to him. And hey, here's where he can correct. All of a sudden that becomes, well, he did that 
and it it failed, but he knew it was going to fail because he knew he was going to do this and this and this instead, and he was going to follow it this way. And what ends up happening is those mistakes get made, and then stuff has to get covered up. And that's kind yep. of where you start to see the yep. Q stuff unravel, unfortunately, is is you see it in the mistakes, the, the call-outs that get made. Yeah, yeah. I got this uh, comment. Guys, tell me what you guys think about this yeah. whole Q thing, conspiracy thing. What do you guys think about it? Because Carrie just wrote again. She said, I believe they're a cult. I'm very cautious, but I will say. They have some very interesting things that I've researched and are true. But I think you need to be cautious and discern what you take in with everything, not just from Q. Amen. And I'm going to follow it up with a piece of scripture real yeah, quick so that we understand this. Okay, listen, this is Acts 17. We talks about the Bereans. Now, the Berean Jews were more of noble character than those in Thessalonica, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. Notice that what Paul said, the Bereans said, you know, we're going to go to scripture. Yeah. Let's take that a little bit step further. I'm going to go to discerning prayer. I'm going to go fast on this. I'm going to say, Lord, what is going on in my nation right now that I can have an answer to, to stand on, to give other people hope? Because if I can't give people of the hope that they assets within me, then I'm truly not walking in him. Yeah. Not saying you're not a Christian. I'm saying we need to walk in him. So we do need to discern. We need to have answers. And I believe you're right, Carrie. There are some things. Yes. Uh, uh, there, there are some things that have happened, absolutely, that, that are true. There's no question. I'm just not trusting in one source or a man. It, look what happened to Fox News. People were in droves watching Fox News until they went against Trump. Yeah. Until the election was called, which I believe they called it early. I do. I, I, I think for them to say that the election wasn't rigged, I, I, I just, you lost me on that one. Dude, I don't care. Call me crazy. Call me a conspiracy theorist. There's no way Biden won this thing. I'm just saying, I, I don't, oh, I, I agree. You know, here's, here's some other things too. Let's just, uh, yeah, exactly. Judge people and the prophets by their fruit. Who is Q? What's the fruit? Amen. I agree with you. And look at the prophets as a whole. Jared's taught me this. Look at the prophets as a whole. Who are they submitted to? What's their covering? What's yeah. their anointing? What's their territory? Do they have a territory? Are they just Facebook prophets? Are they just getting a name off of this stuff? I think God's exposing all of this right now. Truly. I do. Now back to this whole, uh, that's true, Jared. You know what I was saying by that? They went against the people, but they literally came out against their savior. <laughs> I'm just going to say it, Trump, <laughs> right? I'm not just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Nancy uh, says this. Q definitely has a cult following. Some of what Q says is worth looking into. However, there's a lot of conspiracy theory that is rabbit holes. Completely agree. But let's not call them conspiracy theories. Let's just say, hey, they're, they're just theories that people are looking into. There's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes we never see. Lawyer, yeah, court absolutely. cases. There's a lot of child pedophilia that's been exposed before. Uh, all these things, right? There's a lot of stuff that's been exposed that the American people don't even know. And and let me put it this way. So it's not necessarily that it's it's a group of liberals Thank or, you for or that, far Nancy. left people that are doing this. Um, there's There's been some connections to somebody who's who's on the right, who's who's a Trump supporter and, and some connections of, okay, maybe this guy is in on the whole thing. So if you're in, if you're immersed in the conservative realm, you have an idea of what's going on in the threads of, of how we watch the other side ooh, of ooh, things, right? Look at this. So, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. so when, we, when we see things, all of us conservatives would say the Russiagate was false. All the Russiagate was false. And we can even point to the Steele dossier. Most of us can talk about how the Steele dossier yep. was trumped yep. up. Yep, yep. Pun not intended. <laughs> and it, it, it was written, right? 
to try and get Trump. It was paid off for by Clinton. We have all of those threats. Truth, truth. So then it gets very easy for me if if I want to play off of that to make some vague stuff that that connects to that. And a lot of times if something next happens, people can look Come and on. go, well, well, that leads to that. And so I'm not saying that stuff that has been posted through the Q name isn't correct. What I'm saying is, is this actually a high level intelligence officer that is posting stuff that is close to Trump and that they have the perfect plan of how to drain the swamp? Yeah. My opinion is no. Do I think there have been some things that have been posted that are true that are that actually happened? Yes. Yeah, but so if you're watching all of it and you're reading all of it and you're seeing all of it and you're immersed in all of it, you might be able to say, well, hey, I think this is going to happen next. And you'll probably be right sometimes. You know? Yeah, and I wonder, too. And this is I'm, I'm making a blanket statement. So if this does not apply to you, please don't take it to heart. I'm just asking the question. If we can seek or I'm sorry, I make a statement. If we could seek the Lord as hard as we're seeking, trying to find the answers right? for this. Right. I think God would give us the answer. I really do, because yeah. he's never he, he's never left us begging for bread. He's never left us kept in secret. All those things. He will reveal the hidden things. God is so perfect and good and merciful on that. OK, now, uh, Lisa Keller just said this. We have been having the same debate in our house. The good side of Q, it's encouraged people to research info and think for themselves. The bad twisting Christianity and being a false prophet. Ooh. OK, so like that again, thank you for your for your yeah, for your for your uh, quote there. Uh, and I and I do think too, like again, if that doesn't apply to what I just said about seeking God, then it doesn't apply to you. That's totally fine. But what I'm saying is, I think the more like having a protest. My wife said this to me the other day. We protested about an election that was good, but we need to be like that for everything. Our yeah. budgets. We need to be like that for abortion. We need to be like that for our local elections. We need to be like that for yeah. our state elections. We need to be like all that stuff, not just for a federal election, because guys. Again, nobody. We, when's the last time we really paid attention to our local elections? I'm saying that we're locally driven. My sheriff has a ton of authority that he may not even tap into. He or she, yeah, right. And so, if we're not focused on that, why are we only focused on the on a national election? Could that be because we put more emphasis on a, on, a, on a national election than the local ones when there's more authority in the local government? I'm just saying. Like, if you guys do this logically, start thinking with me here. Start thinking with me. I am not questioning anything that hasn't been questioned before. I'm saying, why do we keep walking into this trap yeah. of wanting a national hero? And I want to I want to read you Ephesians 4.14, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. And notice those words, cunning, slight, right? Slight of hand, craftiness. They lie in wait to deceive. So one of the issues that we have to keep our eyes on is, is this tossing me to and fro? Is this twisting Ooh. me off the path? Is this getting me off into, on. into a rabbit hole that I don't need to be in? I personally have done it plenty of times, Okay. I've made those mistakes. Yep. Massey has made those mistakes, right? I'll tell you I did. Yeah, I the whole Jonathan Kahn thing. I fell into that, right? Oh, that's right. I fell into that. When was that supposed to happen? September of 2017 or something? Something like that, yeah. yeah so like, I remember it was September, right? And, and he made so much sense in the stuff that he was connecting together, right? And I'm not even disparaging the guy. I look at it now, and I'm not even disparaging the guy. Look, All man, I'm he, saying is, okay, yeah. This this didn't happen the way that it was being said. I have to be more careful about how I approach this type of stuff. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Too. I mean, and if Jared's still watching, praise God. But like 
again, the, the real prophet understands and says what needs to be said at the right time. If yeah. you constantly notice that a lot of the prophets today, and I'm really, 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 uh, Jared's my, my buddy here, Maria. He is, um, the head of the prophetic team at our church uh, here at revive. Um, and so if that's who you're asking about, but he's basically taught me that a prophet should always weigh out when that should be said. Is that the word he's supposed to look? Did you only get the partial prophecy? Did you get the full yeah. prophecy? Did you, you know, so he's very cautious about when he delivers and nine, uh, actually 10 out of 10. He's been right about a lot of the things he said uh, because he weighs it out. He carefully walks his steps because those words mean something. Yeah. And notice a lot of these flash in the pan type prophets always have a now word. There's always a now word, a now word, a now word, not trying to disparage that. But it's like if we constantly have a now word, what happened to yesterday's now word and the day before and the day before and the day before? And you have to use wisdom. You have to use discernment. And I'm saying discernment, spiritual discernment, not your fleshy. Uh, I don't want to look into that type of discernment. I'm talking about spiritual uh, weighed out Holy Ghost scriptural discernment to say, look, I'm just trying to be objective here. When is the last time we and I, I started doing this? For me, this is why I'm asking that you just step back from all this and took a 360 bird's eye view. Lord, I want to abide in your tabernacle and in your holy hill so I can look down on what's going on in this nation right now and say, what is going on? Yeah. What are you doing right now, Lord? What are you seeing for us right now? What are you saying to us right now? What are you moving right now? Why is it Biden got elected? What are you going to do in that, Lord? I'm excited. I want to see what he's going to do. Yeah. Right. And if this is the year that we are to be challenged in our faith, if this is the year where it makes us start to buck up and actually walk in what we've been preaching, then we need to go through it. Yeah. That's what needs to happen. And I'm totally fine with that. But again, wisdom, 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 wisdom. Listen, when King Solomon asked for wisdom, when God said, what is it that you would ask of me? He asked for wisdom, right? But notice before that he had offered a thousand sacrifices to God first. He had gone to the sacrifice mill, man. So did his father, King David, in in uh, in First Chronicles twenty nine, Second Chronicles chapter one. Solomon starts offering a thousand sacrifices to the Lord in the place that they had built for the Lord. And then God said to him, "What would you ask of me?" So his heart and motives were already right when he asked for wisdom. He didn't just ask for wisdom for wisdom's sake. His heart and motive was right. Now notice this: he offered a thousand sacrifices. Went up with a bunch of dudes. Okay. Do you think they had time for distraction? And you know what? That the beginning of that chapter, if you read the NASB like I do, you know what? The, you know what it says? Worship uh, Solomon's worship at Gibeah. The sacrifices meant worship to God. Yeah. All that time worshiping, all that time sacrificing, all that time seeking God. Do you think he had time for for distraction? Or was he focused on the Lord and saying, "Lord, I need to rule these people, and I'm freaking out." And, it, and here we are saying the same thing. Lord, yeah. we need to help people have answers. What do we do? We need wisdom. And it didn't mean that he wasn't aware of what was going on around him. That's not, we're, we're not saying that you can't be aware of what's happening around you. All we're saying is, are you getting more invested in what's happening around you or are you keeping your eyes? And, and I wanted to bring up one just small example. Now, some Q stuff dabbled on this, but then there were other people that weren't part of the whole Q movement that were speaking about this. And it comes up every so often. I remember it all through the Obama administration. It would happen through the Trump administration, but for different reasons. It was the idea of martial law. And about 10 months ago, and I was researching this because I had heard recently martial law, a couple of days, a couple of days, martial law is going to be claimed, all of that. 
And so I started researching it. And, and, and of course, what popped up was stuff like 10 months ago, where it was saying martial law in two days. And it was being announced it'd be martial law in two days by military personnel. Them saying, I'm seeing tanks getting fueled up. I'm seeing stuff happen. People are moving. Something's going on. This must be martial law. And all, all I'm saying is that's where you start to step back. And you go, okay, Lord, am I going to be redirected and fall into all of this? Or am I going to keep my eyes on you and just be aware of something that's being talked about? Because you stay more steady when that happens. You, you keep consistent on the path that you're going, but you're aware of the things that are happening around you. And then this also happened five months ago, including saying, you know, Trump was being moved to a safe place. Happened two months ago. And then when I was writing this up, it happened on the 10th. There was a video posted by a pastor who, and I, I'm not saying he was wrong or, yep. or I'm not saying that, that he was lying specifically to do this. All I'm saying is this is what he was saying. He kept reiterating how he goes around the country and he speaks and he knows a lot of military personnel. And these military personnel were telling him, he, he said, I have military contacts who are telling me that in the next two or three days, we're going to see martial law declared. And he was telling people, get your food, get your gas, all of that. Yeah. Now, this was on the 10th. Today's what, the 17th? Nothing's come out. Now, you may say, well, there's 26,000 National Guard troops. You're right. They are, they are in Washington, D.C. Nothing has been stated about martial law. Now, if tomorrow martial law gets announced, I was wrong. And I'm not saying don't have food and water and gas prepared. You should always have stuff prepared. We live in Florida, man. Dude, we <laughs> need to be prepared. You know, we have shutters for hurricanes. <laughs> Nobody's calling us conspiracy theories because we have no, shutters for hurricanes. Prepared. It could happen. Okay, right? That's a good comparison, right? You should have food. You should have water. You should have supplies. All the time. You should always be prepared. Especially in a volatile economy that can just go yeah. up and down at will when there's a virus that's declared, which we all know. Come on. I will say this is true. What a falsehood this was. Yeah. What a distraction and a falsehood this was. Just being honest, okay? Uh, and I don't care. Fight me if you want to on that one, but it's true. Yeah. It literally was a gateway for the local governments, state governments, and federal governments to get involved in the people's lives and basically take their freedom. That's what it was, this whole thing. Yeah. Because there's there's nothing that can back up the evidence. You know how people are saying, oh my gosh, the tests are coming in? You know, those tests can be wrong. Just because you got tested positive does not mean you have it. Who was it? There was somebody who they got tested. I think it Sorry, was Elon Musk. Sorry, I'm getting off Musk. topic right it now. It was Elon Musk got tested four times. He showed up positive twice and negative twice. Exactly. <laughs> so he's exactly. either. <laughs> yeah, it was like in the same time, wasn't it? it was yeah, like he same... did them all in the same day. Yeah, yeah. So, so... Um, you know, again, we're, we'll just go back to to to, to the basics here. Listen, I, I will I will be uh, I will tell you when I'm wrong. I, I've done it many times. I know that uh, I've had my questions about uh, uh, you know President Trump. I've had my questions about Obama, uh, Bush. I, I just never trust politicians. Call it a flaw. I don't care. I just don't. Okay. Um, I do want to say this though. In Habakkuk three two, I have heard all about you, Lord. I've heard all about you, Lord. I am filled with awe by your amazing works. In this time of our deep need, help us again as you did in years gone by. And in your wrath, remember your mercy. Mm -hmm. Right? This, this was written by a friend named Krista Kin. She's, she's from New York. And uh, she had put this post. And I took some of these things that she had said. And I thought, man, this is, this is unbelievable. Uh, that, Lord, if you did it once before, where you can deliver your kids, do it again, Lord. Because I want to see it happen. Now, if we're asking for the miraculous God on the behalf of Moses... Like what he did for Moses, 
expect the trials of Moses. Mm -hmm. If we ask for the God of Joshua, we're going to expect the trials of Joshua or at least something similar because that's his anointing. If we're going to ask for the trials. Be Lord, I want to be more like you. Well, he's going to put you through the ringer to be more like him. Count it all joy when you fall through various trials, the Bible says in John, James 1, right? Don't ask God if you're not ready to receive the lesson. Again, nobody's disparaging the prophets. If no. they got it wrong, they got it wrong. Okay, cool. That's why I'm so glad Jonathan Kahn didn't get a bad name for missing at that time. He yeah. did. He missed it, right? But nobody, like, said, throw him away. He's a piece of garbage. No, because we get it. He's a man. He messes up. We can all mess up. I could be messing up on this podcast right now. Yeah, who knows? Tomorrow, tomorrow all of it could we, come out. We'll be wrong. We could be wrong, and then we'll do an emergency <laughs> podcast saying, thank God we were wrong. Yes, we, we will point to all of you who who, who said, are, you guys are wrong, yeah, and dude. we'll say, you were right. Yeah, and you were, and we don't mind that. Here's what I'm saying to you, though. If your focus right now is not, and this sounds redundant to those who aren't repentant. I'm going to step on a toe here. To those that aren't repentant, this sounds redundant and stupid to you. If you're not focused on the Lord in fasting and prayer right now, we have no grounds to have an opinion on this. Mm -hmm. None at all. Because all we're doing is putting the God stamp on it. And people have done that for decades, years, centuries, millenniums. They've done that for years. God said to do this. Joseph Smith. Yeah. Muhammad. We've all fallen into this stuff. God said that. God told me. God may have. God, 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 God. And yet God is so, our thoughts are not his. You know what I mean? God is, his, his ways are not my ways. His thoughts are not my thoughts. When I think I failed him so many times, he says, my arm is not too short that I can't save. My ear is not too far that I cannot hear. That's hope. That he would never leave me nor forsake me. Man, I got a bank on that. That he was going to be the protector of my family, my children, yeah. my home. That he, I was going to be blessed in my coming and my going. That is the Lord. That is not man. Man, I can't even trust man to wash a car for me the correct way at a car wash. Seriously. I can't trust man. <laughs> There's stories of friends of mine that were moving. They hired movers, wrecked all their furniture, oh. and they paid some good money. To do it. Uh, I can't trust man to do what they do now. What makes me think I'm going to trust a man with information that I can't see? I can only trust in the one who I can't see because he's shown himself strong on my behalf. Because he's delivered me from the hands of bondage. Because he took me from a wretch into a righteous man. Because he clothed me with righteousness and called me his son. Because he gave me a wife who is bomb awesome and gave me three sons that are magnificent kids. And he gave me a house to dwell in that I didn't even know could exist. That's my God, that he can do these things and more, that he can use you and your story and your testimony to change thousands of lives in this nation and beyond. That I got to go into thousands, like hundreds of high schools and colleges to share a testimony of what God can do in a life. And he's done that. That's what I trust in. The moment I put my trust in man, it fails. Tell me I'm wrong. I can't trust man with this anymore. Never should have. My fault, Lord. I repent, Lord. I mean that. I cannot trust man. I have to weigh it out spiritually. And you will see it more accurately when you trust in the Lord and only the Lord. If man comes through, great. If man doesn't come through, it's the Lord that you're banking on, that you're counting on. 
That's why we keep pointing back to the Lord. We're going to sound redundant on this because we're going to keep proving this, right? We're going to keep showing this, that it is the Lord that you put your faith in. He's the one that you put your faith and your trust in. So that way, when these winds of doctrine and these craftinesses come in and these lies and these deceptions, you see them with a, a more back view, a wider view, and you go, hmm, interesting. I'm still with the Lord. And if something happens physically in the physical realm, you know how to handle it spiritually. Because if you get your eyes off the Lord, what you end up doing is you start looking at men and you start deciding you have to handle it physically. Yeah. That never goes yeah. well. Let's look at Abraham and Sarah. They had a promise. The Lord gave them a promise. They started to get impatient. They got their eyes off the Lord. So what they do, they tried to handle it physically in their own strength. Yeah. They ended up creating animosity between two peoples for the rest of creation. So that's when we get our eyes off the Lord, what we end up doing is we end up deciding we're going to keep our view on something else. And we, we start creating issues for everybody. I know, dude. Now, I'm so glad you said that, dude, because I think there's so many questions we still need to answer. And I want you to help me with this one because hmm. uh, there's a guy on YouTube, uh, Great Bake. He just asked, do you think it was right for the government to close religious services because of COVID? I'm going to tell you something. It doesn't matter whether I think it's right or wrong. What is the Constitution say? What is the authority of any government to tell a religious service not to continue? Regardless of anything, nowhere is government supposed to take care of my safety except from a foreign invader. Now, if you look at just Florida's example of Constitution, I'm just trying to answer his question, okay? Uh, so Florida State Constitution talks about there's an emergency clause that they can only enact the emergency clause under two conditions that I saw, unless they amended it, okay? So don't take my word for it, unless they amended it. But one was natural disasters, one was an act of terror. Neither one was declared. So to enact emergency, I don't see how they could have done that. Even our governor now was apologetic about shutting down yeah. our government. He would never do it again, he said, okay? He may catch flack for that. But what does the constitution say? Every state constitution, I believe, acknowledges this. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting its free exercise thereof. Has no conditions on that. Yeah. Guys, smallpox existed. Diphtheria existed. Uh, hepatitis exists. Uh, what was the one that we created the vaccine for um, in the 40s? Polio. Vaccine? Polio. Huge pandemic. No government shutdowns. Now, if churches wanted to close their doors, go for it. Amen. Do that. That's your thing. That is your call. That is your church. If you're a pastor, you probably did because you care about your flock. If you were more on the apostolic side, which we were, we said this. Why close the doors in a pandemic when we believe in a healing God? That God can heal from every disease, and he had. And he was healing people left and right. We kept the doors open to give people hope that they, yeah. can, they don't have to be at home by themselves. No, government does not have the authority to do that. It doesn't matter whether I believe it's right or wrong. It matters what the Constitution says. They don't have the authority. No, that's what I was going to say. Is it, it, the Constitution is very clear on that. Now you'll say, but there were regulations that were put forth. These weren't laws that were put forth. That's part of the problem to us is that now all of a sudden you have unelected people making legislation because there's a punishment that comes along if you don't follow this regulation. They're suddenly writing and enacting legislation without the acts of Congress. Congress was supposed to be the one who wrote legislation. The problem was we started to get into this idea of, of bureaucracies and, and government um, organizations and 
bureaucrats, unelected bureaucrats who write the regulations, <laughs> right? And so then they start enacting law that they're not supposed to. And so if we look at it constitutionally, what we really have to say is this isn't constitutional yeah. because Congress is not the one writing up this legislation, which Congress is not allowed to infringe on the freedom of religion, the freedom right. of worship, the freedom of to have yeah. your faith and enact your faith in the way that you see fit. Yeah, guys, I really want us to pray for uh, Great Bake here on YouTube. And if you don't mind, I'm going to pray for you. But he's got another question. He said, how do you stay focused on the Lord when there's so much sin and temptation in the world, especially in the modern era? Um, I'm going to tell you something. You, Listen, but Ecclesiastes says there's nothing new under the sun. There is nothing new under the sun. I mean, this is why Noah's generation was destroyed, Noah's yeah. uh, people. And, and so uh, how do I stay focused? I don't have a choice. I have to stay disciplined because I know in whom the Bible says to he who's been forgiven much loves much. When I know how much I've been forgiven, I'm like, Lord, I got to stay close to you. I yeah. love you even more. And so it's not easy. I'm not saying I wake up every morning saying, yes, Lord, I'm here. Like, just help me. You know, it's not like that. I just wrestle. And I mortify my flesh. I, I, I crucify it and say, Lord, this is not about me right now. I have to stay disciplined about what you're doing because I need to see for people. I need to go out there and make sure that I'm always vigilant because there's people that need the gospel. And if I'm focused on myself, I won't pay attention to that. I need to focus on my children because my children are my first ministry, my wife and my children, my household, right? And I need to focus on their discipleship and what they're walking into, my wife. I need to make sure that I'm loving her as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. So through all the temptation, right? I have to say, Lord, my flesh cannot win. Bible says in Romans 8 that uh, those that are of the mind of the flesh, they mind or they do the things of the flesh. But those that are after the spirit, they mind the things of the spirit. So Romans 8, I think, is your best uh, chapter that you need to read. Romans yeah. 6, 7, and 8. Matter of fact, read those in tandem, Romans 6, 7, and 8. And I, I want to add on to this. And I'm really glad you asked this question because it's, it's so valuable. One of the beautiful things about what's going on around us is it makes things very contrasted. There's, there's a light and dark on this whole thing, right? It, it's very easy to see the separate sides. And so more and more, we're being pressed and convicted of it's the Lord, it's nothing else. And so when, when we don't have a lot of sin around us, we don't have a lot of darkness around us, it's very easy to get comfortable. And it's very easy to to get yeah, lax in yeah. that process because it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm in, in a time of peace, so I'm okay. The, if you look up in Revelation, the letter to the church of Laodicea, they thought they were healthy. They thought they were rich. They thought they were doing well. And Christ comes in and says, you're sickly, you're naked, you're blind. You need to come to me. Now, why did they think they were good? Because life was good. Come on. Life was was good for Come them. It was, it was going well. Things were good. They, they, they had money. They had comfort. They had clothes, right? But because of those things, it was actually harder for them to see how wretched they were Truth. because they had all of those physical comforts and pleasures. So what you're actually stating is a good thing in the sense that you have clear eyes of seeing there's so much around me that's wrong. There's so much around me that's that's going wrong. Great right? big, great big. Thank God for that. Yeah. That's a conscience. Thank God for that. That and and that if it's personal sin, you like you feel sin is coming in on you and and getting in your way because you're surrounded by so much. What Massey was talking about exactly, right? And that's where something it's the Lord or nothing. And so when you walk with the Lord and when you, you dive into the Lord and you seek the Lord, stuff's going to burn off. 
old old sins are going to burn off and there will be other stuff that you know you you have to tussle with and work with right because it's it's deeper ingrained in you that nobody gets perfect like that it's a journey yeah but where are your eyes right um and it, it's those struggles that helps train your faith and your perseverance and your character to continue walking with the lord yeah, it's it's not the stumble that the Lord is going to condemn on. you on. It's the walking away that the Lord goes, I can't help you now because you walked away. Yeah. And, and if you don't mind, guys, if, if if you don't mind at all, I would really like to pray for this kid. I, I'm, I'm assuming it's a kid. I, I could be way wrong. Guy, kid, Guy, man, kid woman. girl, whatever. I want to pray for this person. And if you guys could join us in prayer as we wrap this up. Uh, and, and again, there's just so much to talk about. Uh, and, and we'll do that. But Father, I thank you, Lord, for this. Uh, person on YouTube right now that's asking and seeking, Lord, that's looking for the answers. As all of us are, we're asking you, Lord, what are you doing? How are you moving? What is going on? What are the answers? Who do we believe? Why are we going through this right now? I thought we would have. I thought we should have. I maybe didn't. It doesn't matter. Lord, I thank you that you're on the behalf of the righteous and that, Lord, you hear us right now. God, I plead the blood of Jesus over the church body as a whole. Those that would take a stand, stand. Those that wouldn't, Father, I pray you expose them, Father, so that they can stand, so that they can see maybe the error of their way, so that they can see, man, I'm a coward here. And that's okay. We still want you in the fight. Father, we praise your name for this person on YouTube, Lord, that they're asking the questions, and I pray you empower them. And by the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, Lord. Father, I pray for our audience right now. I thank you, Lord, for every one of them tuning in and all the shares right now. That, Lord, it's happening for a reason. That, Lord, you're moving again to make us wake up to prayer, to make us wake up to the things of you, Father. That, Lord, all we have at our disposal is you. I will echo the sentiment, Father, of Thomas Paine when he said this, If there be trouble, let it be in my day that my child may have peace. And this single reflection, well applied, is sufficient to awaken every man to his duty. Father, we pray for that. We pray that we can be awakened to our duty, that we're awakened to our individual calling, whether it's government, whether it's the church, whether it's business, whether it's uh, one of the fivefold gifts, whether it's the other 21 gifts. I thank you that we're awakened to it, Father, and that we walk in it in Jesus' name, having the answers. Father, I just pray over each and every person in this audience right now and those who are going to watch, Lord, and those have interest in watching. And Lord, I just pray your spirit upon them. I pray your wisdom. And Lord, I pray that you would Come give on. clarity in this time, yeah, that all of the confusion would burn away, yeah. Lord, that yeah. it would fall off and that our eyes would be solely on you. And Come Lord, on. I pray that your spirit would move yeah. through each and every person yeah. to on. show your testimony and strength, Lord, to show who you are to those around us who need to know you in this time, Lord. We need you now. And so, Lord, we get on our knees and we humble ourselves before you, Lord. We repent that we didn't keep you on the place in the throne. Lord, we didn't keep you where you were supposed to be. We tried to replace you, Lord, and we repent of that as we a do, nation. Lord, Lord, we lift you up again, and we say this nation was created to lift you up and to spread your gospel. And Lord, I just pray that you would help us restore that. Lord, we want to be your nation. We want to be your people. We want to be blessed by you, Lord. We want to have you among us. And Lord, we just pray right now, that each and every person would be able to see you with clear eyes, that we would have Come the on. solve put on our eyes, that we would have your clothing on us, your robes of righteousness, Lord, that we would walk in your steps, that we would not falter or fail, but instead, Lord, we would be strengthened to walk the walk that you've asked us to do. And Lord, we thank you so much for this time, this appointed time, Lord 
that we get to be a part of this. And sure. I just pray now strength and authority over those who are your children and those who are not, Lord. I pray they would come to know you tonight. And if they have questions, Lord, in, inspire them, inflame their hearts to speak out and to ask and to ask questions and to seek you out, Lord. Lord, we thank you so much for this time. We love you, Lord, in your name. Yeah. Amen. Guys, we're about to start something new, too. Um, every month, we're going to do a, a day of fasting and prayer. We're going to call it Appeal to Heaven. We've had this idea before. That's what we called it a couple of years ago. And it just wasn't the right timing of what we yeah. were doing. And it wasn't that. That sounds terrible. It's always the right timing to fasting and pray. It's not that. Uh, there was just so many things going on that we couldn't keep it going. And uh, we're asking for your help as volunteers to help us push this forward. Like, all we want to do is seek God now. I don't have. I don't have the answers for you. I don't. God does. God does. I'm just here to push you to him. We're here to push you to him. Mike's here doing the research to push you to him. That's all this ministry exists for. So if you want to join us in that, watch for it next month. We're going to start doing this appeal to heaven once a month. We're going to be fasting and praying for a day, uh, every day, every month uh, for the nation. As long as this continues, we are going to do this and we're going to win on the behalf of the saints. And I really want you guys to focus on that. Again, um, we got some really cool things coming up as well. Uh, February 25th, sign up. 1776 Truth Thought Store. It's our new um, conference called uh, Vaccinations. Should government mandate them? We're going to talk about your rights, uh, vaccinations, all that stuff. It's going to be in that conference. If you guys want to sign up for that, it's at 7 p.m., I believe, on February 25th. Uh, also, go online. Get, your, get yourself some merch. Support us, man. Uh, if you guys want to become a sponsor, you guys can do that too. You guys can go on to 76, 1776truth.store and do that as well. Or the self-evident truth. Again, we've got so much stuff going on, but it was a good yeah. show. It was a good show. And I, I want to thank you for all you do for this, man, because you really gave us a lot to talk about. And and I, I, I can't do this without you, dude. We, we can't do this. We do this together. Absolutely. Uh, and all of our team. Our team, thanks you so much for all your support, and your love, and your encouragement. Again, pray for us as we pray for you. Uh, we have a lot coming up, uh, like I said. So we love you guys so much. Share this video with your friends. Comment where you're from. Ask us questions. We want to answer them. We love you guys so much. God bless you. We'll see you soon. All right. We love you guys.